today's episode, we'll be stepping away from violent gore and murder in general. And we're going to take a look at some of these criminals that tried to commit crimes that didn't really work out. Maybe they tried to rob a bank and somehow they got locked inside. This is Murder Avenue. Welcome to Murder Avenue. Thank you for joining me. My name is Patrick Michael. And as I said, guys, today we're going to be taking a look at these... Criminals are usually dumb, specifically the ones that really do take lives. Those are the worst ones, of course. But we want to get away from that. We want to give you a fun episode, something to laugh at, something to bring more joy instead of more grimness in these times. So today we're going to be taking a look at a couple different cases where... The criminal didn't, he just didn't make it. He didn't make it, okay? Whatever the crime may be, the results didn't end up in the criminal's favor. And in most cases, it doesn't anyways. But today, we're specifically looking at the humor, the ones that are funny. Whether a guy tried to steal some money from, you know, I use the reference a bank, but imagine, I'm sure it's happened more often than not, where somebody's taken uh, money from anywhere and they put those die packs inside of it. So this is going to be a fun, fun romp. I think we're going to have a great time doing this and I hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Murder Avenue. This is one of those shows that I've been thoroughly enjoying and I like that you guys are willing to accept when I switch it up, when I give you some stand-up comedy or... You know, some humor thrown in with the idea of tragedy. But uh, I, I really want to focus this episode on the comedy and bringing humor rather than, oh, this guy snuck into these people's houses and did this or that or whatever the case may be. We're getting away from it today. So once again, I appreciate you for tuning in. Thank you for the continued support. If you would like exclusive content, guys, please get over to patreon.com slash pod culture. The uh, link for that is in the episode description. It is a very low rate per month. I think $3 gets you access to nearly everything. There's exclusive content behind the scenes, inside looks, uh, special episodes, all of these things over there. And it's, it's fully worth it. 
uh, shout outs in every episode for Patreon members and all those things. I'm sure you hear this in so many podcasts, but this is a small podcast, so all of the support that you can muster up is phenomenal. So thank you guys so much once again in that matter. Uh, find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash badbrainstudios for all video versions of the different shows that I host outside of this one. And, um, you know, contact the show, Murder Avenue uh, at murderav at gmail.com. That's murder, A-V-E. Follow the show on Twitter at murder, uh, A-V-E-187 on Twitter. And uh, follow me at Glitch Fredberg on all major social media platforms. But without further ado, let's get into this first case of some crazy crime. And uh, let's share some laughs, folks. Today's first case, today's first case, let's see, hello, 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 okay, so this first case is uh, two men from Skegness, uh, Lincolnshire, they took photographs of themselves stealing thousands of pounds from the gambling machines, which are also known as slot machines for some of us here in the States. Uh, they were sentenced uh, in Bradford Crown Court. Uh, Benjamin Benjamin uh, Robinson, 30, was jailed for 32 months, while Daniel Hutchinson was given six-month uh, suspended sentence after they admitted taking the cash. But they're not the first criminals to be uh, hoisted by their own petard. Uh, there's another, this is just the first case. The first case is of these two guys in Lincolnshire who uh, were stealing from <laughs> casinos. This next case, which this is going to be a bunch of them compiled together, so bear with me, guys. And I'll be honest, most of these cases, ha uh, the reason these people got caught is because they took photos. They decided to post pictures of themselves doing said crime. Like, smart thinking, guy. Smart thinking. So, armed robber Andrew Hennels was caught after he boasted on Facebook about his plans to raid a supermarket in in the post, which included a selfie uh, with him and, a, him and a knife with the words, Doing Tesco Over. Uh, police caught him 15 minutes later with a knife and $410 in cash stolen from the Tesco in Kings Lynn, Norfolk. He was jailed for four years last April. So it's like these guys, most of these cases have to do with gloating. Just straight up gloating about the crime. Uh, a retired couple from Lancashire returned home from holiday in 2014 where they discovered a burglar fast asleep in their bed. Martin Holtby and Pat Dyson were amazed to find the intruder, Lucas uh, 
Chajnowski. Uh, in their house, he had done their dishes, he had washed his underwear, and even bought some groceries. What was happening? Did he feel like he was like their long-lost son or something? Uh, Miss Dyson said their house wasn't too tidy when they went away. But Lucas, who was originally from Poland and moved to Leeds, had kindly tidied up. She said that he did burn an old saucepan, but that happens. She added that the 28-year-old Lucas admitted burglary and was given a two-year conditional discharge in order to pay $200 200-pound uh, $200 fine. And you know what? This isn't new, guys. We've heard of cases before where uh, the, the criminal is caught red-handed simply because they fall asleep in the location of the crime where the crime took place. It's so bizarre. Uh, two Welsh tourists landed themselves in court in 2012 after they got drunk and stole a penguin called Dirk from the Sea World in Australia. I mean, penguins are adorable, but what's the plan? Uh, Rise Owen Jones, who was 21, and Carrie Mules, who was 20, from South Wales, they broke into the park on Queensland Gold Coast. They swam with the dolphins and let off a fire extinguisher in the shark enclosure before making off with poor Dirk. How ridiculous is it that they they set off a fire extinguisher in the shark tank? Like that's what were they trying to piss off the sharks or something? Because that that'll definitely happen. Uh, when they woke up hungover with the flightless bird in their apartment, they tried their incompetent best to take care of him by feeding him and putting him in the shower. They later released Dirk into a canal, but were spotted by locals who called police. A magistrate fined them a thousand Australian dollars, which is equivalent to 637 pounds at the time. Uh, each of them told uh, each of them were told to drink a little less vodka. Uh, Dirk was eventually rescued and returned to SeaWorld unharmed. So these these two idiots decide, oh, well, that is the most adorable penguin. That is the cutest thing ever. And I get that. I get it. But then to come up with the scheme to be like, oh, we're going to go, we're going to get him out. We're going to take him with us. He's going to be a, a part of our family. Because I can understand any other bird. Yes, it's not as cute as a penguin. But any other bird is going to have a better chance of surviving once it gets to your apartment. Unless your apartment is in a morgue, I don't think you're really going to benefit the penguin's life at all. So they clearly didn't think it through. And then you have to wonder, like, were they drunk before? Were they drunk before they did this or were they drunk after? It's so strange because to go to a zoo drunk is just bizarre. To go to SeaWorld drunk is bizarre, but chances are uh, they probably sell you. They will sell you booze at SeaWorld. I'd imagine a lot of local people really enjoy it for that fact. So there's this guy here, and I, I gotta preface this next case before we go on. There's this guy here who had a really bad... Like I said, most of these involve photos. But this guy had a bad um, mug shot. And he was suspected of arson and vandalism. And because his mugshot was so bad, he sent us a new selfie to the police in Ohio. The, uh, he, was, he found the photo on his arrest warrant to be unflattering. So can you imagine how much of a sociopath this guy is to think, well, I'm wanted for a crime, but also I look like shit in my 
uh, my mugshot that's currently out there for who I'm looking like it's like if you don't look like the guy that they're looking for isn't that a better isn't that benefit you right so this guy uh, Donald Chip Pugh texted police a photo of himself and he wrote here's a better photo that one is terrible like like I said to be so narcissistic and let's be honest he does look like that guy what is it Beetlejuice or Bug Juice or whatever that rapper Maybe he's not a rapper. I don't know. I've seen him in commercials. I don't know. He looks like a... He looks like that toy that you can squeeze the the belly and the eyes bulge out. Yes, that's what he looks like. There's many different versions of it, but think of the original one. We've seen it on... I'm sure you've seen it on one of your movies or shows that you enjoy. Anyways, doesn't matter. He's not a flattering man. This picture was bad. Um... He told the local radio station, Man, they just did me wrong. They put a picture out that made me look like I was a Thundercat or James Brown on the run. I can't do that. And here's the thing. Is he talking about a Thundercat as in the cartoon, the Thundercats, or what they also call, in the slang term, at least in my circles, a, uh, a Thundercat is also known as a young person who is extra rambunctious. Uh, The Lima Police Department responded simply by saying, we thank him for being helpful, but now we would appreciate it if he would come speak to us. And he was later arrested in Florida. So he sends this picture all the way to Ohio, and he is arrested in Florida. So in his mind, he he just thinks he's outsmarting the police for the second time, I guess. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Uh, This guy here, um, who was no, who was sent this next case? Excuse me. This next case, uh, Afghan Taliban commander gave himself up for a hundred dollar reward. Uh, Muhammad Ashan, who was a mid to low level Taliban commander that was suspected of organizing attacks on the U.S. and Afghan troops in the east of the country, uh, had walked up to the police checkpoint in 2012, pointed to a wanted poster featuring his face, and asked for a hundred dollar finder's fee. So this guy turned himself in for his own money. And I've always wondered, like, that should that should work, right? If there's a $5,000 reward for your arrest and you turn yourself in, you should get that money, certainly. Uh, the I guess maybe not. Not in every case. Uh, the authorities were at a loss to explain his actions, although one U.S. official reportedly told journalists, clearly, this man is an imbecile. Because, number one, he turned himself in. Number two, he must think $100 is a lot of money. (laughs) Uh, This next case features a man who tried to rob a Glasgow bookmaker being armed with a cucumber that came unstuck when he was tackled to the ground by an off-duty police officer. Uh, Gary Rowe brandished the vegetable covered in a black sock towards a female worker at Ladbrokes uh, in Shettleston, and he demanded cash, where she refused. Uh, Roe was then pinned down by an officer and arrested. He initially told police that it was all a joke before inquiring, am I going to jail for this? <laughs> like, dude, what? Because he was indeed jailed at the high court in Glasgow in 2014 after admitting assault with intent to rob. It is weird, though, when you think about customer service people and... 
you know, coming face to face with a robber, thief, or whatever. Like, even being somebody who's, who has stolen from a store, which a lot of us have, I, I can't help but to always feel a little bad about it. Because you're like, man, does it matter to them that much to catch me? I feel bad because now this person has to, you know, stop me from walking out the door with, uh, you know, hair gel or something, right? It, it just seems awkward. But I also know as a person who has worked as a customer service, you know, agent, if you will, I, uh, I have dealt, I have thought about dealing with or how you're supposed to, I've been taught how you're supposed to deal with this type of a confrontation where somebody comes in trying to rob the place. There is protocol. And I don't believe it has anything to do with what this woman did where she just refused. Now, had she known completely that it was a cucumber before, <laughs> then maybe. Because otherwise, in those situations, you're supposed to just let them have it. You're supposed to let them take whatever they want. That's the rules, man. I don't like them. I don't like them. I just abide by them. Now, this next case features a criminal who's on the run, on the run that took an ill-advised approach of a taunting Gwent police... Uh, as he posted on Facebook, appeal to trace him last February. Uh, Logan James, who at that point was 19, was wanted for breaching his prison release terms after serving a sentence for wounding, a fray, common assault, and being in possession of a knife. He says, Haha, catch me. If you can, won't see me slipping. James taunted, later yelling, uh, telling a news agency, I've been walking around near home, so they're not trying to... They're not trying too hard to catch me. He was caught later that day. Police, police, I can't read. Uh, police thanked him for drawing attention to our efforts to return him to prison. Like, why? It's so ridiculous. All of these cases are so ridiculous where people just taking... They're, they're, <laughs> they're putting themselves in a position to be caught. Or just to be rearrested. Uh, this next case in Oxford, Oxfordshire was captured on CCTV in 2012. Um, it was a hapless holdup of a news, a news agent, and during the attempt of the heist, James Allen removed his uh, mask. He fell over a few, a few drinks, and then he could not open the door to escape because he was pushing it instead of pulling. And I believe I've seen this on World's Dumbest Criminals. Uh, the lady who was there and that he had just held up with the toy gun, had to come and open the door for him. Like, what a fucking dork. Not only that, but he had also tried to rob the same shop 10 days earlier. Alan, who was 29 at the time, and had no address, was sentenced to prison for three years. He was sentenced to three years for the offense shown in the video, and then he got two more years for the possession of the firearm or imitation of a firearm. So you can get that much time for just pretending to have a gun. Okay, so this next case was aptly named after the man 
who committed the crime, Christopher Badman. He was from South Wales. He used a carrier bag as a disguise when he burgled a hotel in the nearby Porthcall uh, during the annual Elvis Presley convention. Unfortunately for him, he was captured on CCTV, taking the bag off of his head and looking directly at the camera. He had gone to some trouble to disguise his identity, but once the bag was off, of course, the cover was blown. Badman admitted burglary and was ordered to pay 900 pound cost and a 100 100 pound surcharge. So in in the carrier bag for those of you that are confused as to what that could be, it's simply just like a grocery bag. It doesn't even look like he has eye holes or anything. Like, how's he breathing? This next case features a burglar in uh, China that had to be rescued after his attempt to squeeze through a small fifth floor window uh, of an apartment building, and it left him uh, dangling. It took rescuers 30 minutes to free him. He was eventually handed over to police. So could you imagine somebody going to those desperate attempts to break into your house, your apartment. Like, what the fuck? Uh, This next case features an aspiring bank robber who wore a terrible disguise of sunglasses and socks over his shoes uh, and then gave the cashier his full name and address half an hour before he attempted to hold the branch up. Uh, Dean Smith, who was 27 at the time, went into his local branch in the wealth uh, Welsh village of Triortri, Triotri, Triashai, I don't know, uh, to change, sorry guys, to change uh, his address when he was spotted, excuse me, and spotted the cash in the tills. So the guy goes in the bank, says, hey, I need to change my address. It's honestly like he probably walked in with the intent to rob, and if there was other people in there, he would simply just like change his address and seem like a, just a normal patron. He did return in his disguise and demanded the money, but fled empty-handed when the cashier refused. So once again, another person in customer service refusing the robber. Uh, Police had little difficulty tracking him down. He admitted he had been very stupid and was jailed for two and a half years for attempted robbery and carrying a bladed weapon in 2014. This next case features a suspected car thief in South Africa who was foiled when the auto-lock system of the car he allegedly broke into trapped him inside. Now, that's a good move. If your car can do that, that's, I mean, that that beats any Tesla any day. Uh, According to the Star newspaper, the man was stuck for uh, an hour and a half shouting for help while amused passerbys pointed and laughed. Dude, I would have been dying hysterically if I saw this. Especially if, like, because nobody at that moment even knew that he was trying to break into the car. They just knew that he was stuck inside. Uh, The newspaper reports that when the owner of the car returned, she yelled, what are you doing in my car, before unlocking it, at which point officers from the police station promptly arrested him, as you would hope. So another case of somebody, this next case features another photograph. Uh, It's not the first to be caught out by a selfie, and it's probably not the last. Uh, Ashley Keist, this is a, uh, looks like a, he's a pretty jacked white guy. I uh, used a stolen SIM card to snap a self-portrait inside a house that he was burglarizing. 
the Rotham man then posted the picture on the WhatsApp messenger application, but also unknowingly sent the picture to the victim's work colleagues. Oh, good job, dummy. Too many muscles, not enough brain. Uh, officers found him at his home with a stolen Rolex watch that was worth uh, 4,000 pounds. Hidden behind a radiator, as where that watch was, uh, Keist, who was 25 at the time, was jailed for two years and eight months in 2014 after he admitted the burglary. So just a lot of fools, man. It's so weird, too. Like Things like this can certainly attest to the benefits of social media. Like, had it not been for social media, some of these guys, or even the ability to take a, a damn selfie that easily, a lot of these guys may have gotten away. They may have, I don't know, they, they probably all would have got caught, and you would hope that they would have. But the point is, is like, had they not been so, you know, grandiose about who they were and the crimes they've committed by posting photos online, they would have had a lot better of a chance of getting away with it. But then the police would have had a lot harder time catching them. So in some ways, you have to give credit where credit's due. And the sensation that is social media made criminals get caught. Made some criminals be caught, at least in these cases, right? That's so crazy to think. It's so crazy to think the influence. <laughs> like, it influences to that degree where even the dumbest criminal person is like, Hey man, look at all this money I just stole. Oh, there's a connection, because it's there forever, you idiot. But thank you guys so much for tuning in to this special, special episode. I wanted to do this episode specifically because you guys needed the content, but I wanted to do the episode where we're not discussing just murder and bad stuff, just real bad stuff, you know, and I, I said this at the top of the episode, but I just want to reiterate, you know, be safe out there, do what, do what you got to do. This whole thing is is a crazy thing. I mean, with the pandemic and the protests and just so much stuff going on, it really made those of us that took to quarantine a little okay with quarantine, you know, a little more okay with quarantine because the outside world just seems so uh, scary. Who knows? Who knows, right? But I wanted to give you guys something that's a little more on the entertaining side that, that isn't just... Oh, this guy, this guy uh, went and killed six people in a Chicago suburb or whatever. You know, it doesn't have to be like that. I wanted to give you guys something to kind of laugh at, at how ridiculous some of these idiots are. And then also just acknowledge the fact that, yeah, man, social media is massive. I mean, that last case specifically, it's like, dude, I'm, I'm, like four or five of these cases were strictly because of social media and somebody posting, posting to Facebook or Twitter or what have you. It's crazy. It's crazy to think that that took place. But like I said, you know, all, all we can hope with the situations that are going on in the world now is for the better. Because in no way in hell does anybody want things to be worse. So no matter what's happening with looting and shit, I don't think anybody's going out, out there with the intention to make things worse. So... The, the the goal is probably to uh, make things better, and the hopes are that that happens. But, it, it, you know, this is just a single uh, podcast. I'm just a, a guy who talks into a microphone in, uh, alone in a bathroom in most cases. <laughs> and, uh, you know, my reach is small, but I just want to make sure that those that are listening to the show and 
paying attention to the show. Uh, just be safe, guys. That's all I say. Be safe. And whatever that means to you, take advantage of it and be vigilant. But I hope some of these cases made you laugh. I hope you got a smile out of some of this content. And I'll do my best to continue to bring it to you. But as I said, follow the show, subscribe, tell your friends. Uh, we're going to be here. I uh, just thank you so much for listening. You're a wonderful audience. This has been one of my favorite shows since starting podcasting. You guys are phenomenal. Be sure to follow me on social media at Glitch Fredberg. Contact the show at Murder Avenue, MurderAVE at gmail.com. All these links are in the episode descriptions. Uh, thank you guys.